Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple but oh so powerful. Come on in, let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey y'all, welcome back. Mercedes here for episode 131. And we're going to hope that this goes. I have had a morning like no other. Have you ever had a morning where things just don't go the way you plan? This one included my car not starting when I needed to get out and go get the dog from the groomer. And I'm sitting here with the other dog wondering why I haven't taken her out for her usual walk in the morning. So she's just going to have to deal. We've got to get this podcast recorded. So anyway, here I am. I am here and we are kicking off uh, a new month and a new theme, which is kind of an old theme. Uh, if you look back in February last year, you'll see self-love was also a topic. Uh, I think it's the episodes in, in the 80s somewhere. I would recommend listening to those as well. But we are episode 131 and I named it She Said Yes. So I don't know if you're local, you hear that uh, jeweler, Jensen Jewelers, um, he used Jensen Jewelers and I said yes. It's super annoying to me, but it's catchy, and uh, it made me kind of think of today, like we're talking about self-love, um, you know, uh, wanting to talk about self-love at a new level, um, because, you know, I talked about it last year, I'm, it's one of the foundations of the membership, and that's what we're talking about this month inside of the membership as well, um, and so I thought, you know what, it was kind of catchy, so... My um, hope for you today is um, that you join me in saying yes to self-love and, of course, um, yes to loving on yourself even more, right? Um, and so, yeah, like I said, in the membership, we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to be guiding them through a visualization, and I'm going to do a workshop in there on the how-tos. Uh, I think the membership, to differentiate if you wonder about my free content versus coming on inside, um, here we talk about like some of the things that we to look at, to think about, to journal on, and then inside a lot of it's the how-tos these days. Um, so to, for today, let's talk about um, what it might take to get there, to get to this deeper sense of self-love. And um, it will really hopefully turn you towards that part of the journey um, because I don't think most of us take self-love as seriously as we could. Actually, many kind of poo-poo it. Like it has to be something that, um, you know, is something that's just kind of happens on the rainy days or, you know, when we're going to talk about it. And uh, I kind of thought about like, why are women so focused on loving others so well? And when it comes to self-love, we, we kind of think of it as something that is kind of a secondary thought, thought of at first. Um, and so I think about my my family of origin right and i 
was um, not raised among women who truly and unabashedly, unabashedly, if that's the right word, love themselves. I seriously felt loved because they are they love well, but I could not um, I could not see them loving themselves, um, you know, and they didn't preserve much of it for themselves. And so, if anyone from my family origin is listening, bear with me. Um, this is not bashing my family at all. It's just more of a like, what did I notice when I was younger? And uh, thankfully, my mom and I've had tons of conversations lately about this, and she's really on her self love journey and has been for some time. So this is just something that I noticed growing up. Um, and remember, our perspective is our reality, right? So this is how I saw it, um, you know. And what we do then is we um, we turn some of those observations into beliefs. Um, kind of took some of maybe their beliefs, maybe they weren't even their beliefs, but this is what I kind of came came to like think that that um, they were kind of serving up a little bit, right? So I believe that kind of like I was raised that you know we as women are here to serve men. Um, or we, if we, or we're bitter about it or bitter about men, <laughs> I had two sides of the family there. Um, and we're here to plan, coordinate, do, do, do for the family, right? We are the family coordinator and we are the, um, family, what is the word? Tour guide. I don't know, whatever word, you know, um, and we were not really to focus on our own lives quite so much. Um, let's focus on others. We were there for children. I was raised for that and by that, which I do love because I was a child in that environment. So I got a lot of love, of course. Um, not taking time, space, energy for themselves um, was kind of a secondary thing, like I talk about a lot. Um, and it seemed like, too, like if, if there were women around us who were, were a little too wild or a little having a little too much fun or, you know, kind of got a little carried away, there was a lot of talk about them. And I kind of felt like they were put down. Um, and there was like a bit of like competition and jealousy going on. Excuse me, I'm going to take a sip of coffee here. And I'm not saying this, saying that this was evident all the time, but the whole point of this little part of it is like, it kind of got in the way of self-love and it got kind of the way of, you know, um, loving on ourselves enough to not get caught up in some of those things. And as a kid in that environment, I was pretty, <laughs> I kind of broke through that mold a bit. And I was, it's safe to say that my cousins um, are a different generation as well. And my mom would be totally fine with me sharing all this <laughs> because she felt it too. And, um, you know, she's in the family of a lot of women. Um, and so it was just kind of like a, huh, I look back at that and kind of think, what, where was that self-love formed? How was it formed? Um, and I know it's a generational thing. It's a cultural thing, right? I grew up at, like with the European Americans who did not want to show emotions, especially the men, you know. Um, and so keeping feelings to themselves was a norm. And so, you know, kind of emerging into culture here, it's like, oh, wow, things are a lot more open, right? Um, so curious about what you kind of would come up with if you were thinking about self-love and how that was portrayed in your family of origin and how the women in your life loved on themselves. Uh, let me know if it's any, if it's similar. Regardless, um, I would say they all came through it and learned quite a bit. Um, but the, my point here also is that I just don't like it. I don't like it when we as women kind of adopt or adapt that, uh, that take on things where, you know, we're, we're here for others. We're here only to serve. Uh, and we then, you know, our needs are secondary. So if we're putting our needs like secondary or actually, you know, down in 10th place where our self-love is not going to flourish. And that's the point for today is to talk about saying yes to yourself, okay? So, um, and I don't really think that's how God intended it all to be, really. Um, I think we have our roles and I, I'm very 
feminine and I love and maternal in some ways. And I do love to nurture and care for. I'm not going to get rid of that part. But then how am I now as I kind of learn more about myself? How do I say yes to myself? How do I dig really deep into self-love? Um, and like I said, my mom and I have had a lot of really good conversations about that. You know, my dad passing away last year has really almost forced her to think about herself more because she is with herself and she's not taking care of him anymore. Um, so it's I'm happy to report she is saying yes to herself. We're having some great conversations. Um, I know it doesn't always go that way, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, and then I'm married into a family, you know, who who just loves themselves. <laughs> so if any of them are listening, they can laugh a little bit too. I always say, yeah, I don't even think their crap stinks, right? And it's a big joke, but it was really kind of nice actually to see that. Um, the women in my husband's family, for the most part, were like, hey, you know, this is who I am. And um, it's been kind of an interesting um, part of my journey, which is helpful. Sometimes I felt like, oh, actually a lot like Brett's mom and my what I would be called sassy or opinionated, you know. Um, but really, it's just me being me. So anyway, <laughs> that's kind of a side note. Totally worth looking into where your worldview of self-love has come from. But I think self-love, like anything, has seasons, right? And we're able to shift it um, whenever we want in whatever season we're in. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm saying that um, honestly and authentically. <laughs> you know, I really say a great prayer about that. Um, but I, I'm finding myself in a season now that my boys are kind of getting big older and whatnot that I'm, I'm really being less needed by everyone around me, but probably my dogs and maybe my mom. <laughs> It's an interesting place to be. I'm, I mostly like it, but it's a little new because I, I do like to focus on others. Um, and so my self-love kind of needs to look a lot different. Um, having some extra time on my hands and space gives me the ability to love on myself more. But because I don't always go that route, it's been a learning curve. And that's another reason why I'm here, why I'm including it in the foundational pieces of what I teach. Uh, because at my core, I believe it's important, like really important. Um, so, and I believe, you know, we can, and we must say yes to ourselves. And when we do, <clears throat> you know, that ripple effect I always talk there, talk about is there. So let's talk a little bit about getting there. The fastest way I think to get there is to identify the beliefs you have about it. Um, where are you at with it? Right. And then really work on belief shifting, you know, and, um, you know, so it's kind of like before my belief is probably like, well, I'm really here for my husband and my kids. And this is kind of my my full on calling and this and that. Always, always wanting them and more in, in life and really just wanting to focus a little bit more on myself than I was, you know. Um, and so kind of my belief has shifted kind of into something like this. This is just was off the top of my head. Like when I think of self-love and I think of love, like only God can love me in that perfect way that I'm looking for and I need. For a long time, I was looking for that mostly in my husband. Um, but when I look to myself, I'm a close second, right? I know myself, or at least I'm working on that so deeply that I know how to meet my own needs, wants, desires, all of it. Um, and I believe I deserve all the love that I have to give. So that landed really deep in my heart. Let me say that again. I believe I deserve all the love I have to give. So since I find it easy to love others, I deserve that same caliber of love for myself. So that's kind of my belief shift. And when I get stuck in the beliefs of, you know, oh, shoot, I've got all these issues going on, you know, the, the imperfection stuff. And I'm thinking that I need to, you know, just wait for some of these things in life. 
really look, leaning into God's love and then really my personal relationship with myself. So where would your belief shift? Just identify even some of the thoughts you have as I'm talking like, oh, well, this sounds excessive or this sounds, what does this sound like to you? And how would you rewrite your belief mantra on self-love if you decided to? So that's kind of to get there a little, I mean, that's kind of like the premise of it, right? Within the membership, we're actually going to be doing this work. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm writing that up right now. Anyway, so, and then let's get to the why, because honestly, if we don't get to the why, we ain't going to do it. (laughs) And I think doing why work can be daily almost. So anyway, you got to come up with your own why for self-love. And how you do that is, you know, um, is really defining it, expanding on it, believing in it, living it. You know, that's like the gist of that. Here I said I wasn't going to do how-tos, and here I am. In my notes, I have how-to. That's just an overview of how-to, right? Um, And so, like, why would it be life-giving to have more self-love? What would change or shift for you? What would it even look like? Part of it is, is we can start believing it, but then we don't even know what it would look like because we feel like our to-do list is already too long, or who's got time for that, right? Uh, I'm there with you sometimes. But, um... The thing is, like, it's, it's just worth it. It's worth it. Take my word for it. So for me, my why is that we all deserve deep love. It's, you know, and it you just have to look around. Everyone is looking for love. Everyone is demanding that others give others love and only love and all these things. And so it's it's easy to say, yeah, I'm going to love others. Um, but what would it be like if you deeply loved yourself and lavished that all on yourself, right? Um, Because I feel like when I'm well-loved, I'm able to show up to my life and all that comes with it. So my big why is, you know, I deserve to feel the deep love from others for sure, but and from myself, that's going to propel me forward. Um, And another why too is really a, a big one that I feel women kind of fall into is like being considerate of others. But I want to be as considerate of myself considerate of myself as I am to others. So like when I think of myself, I want to ask for what I need, decide what I want, who I want to spend my time with, you know, um, and also have lots more opportunities and freedom than just really to decide. So my other bigger why I guess would be self-love helps me decide, you know, how I'm going to live my life, who I'm going to do it with. It opens up a lot more opportunities. It really is that key. Um, you know, like I said, in inside the workshop, I'm excited to get into that, work on it. I'll let you know how it goes. If you're in there, be excited. If you're not in there yet, um, you know that you can always um, get on the wait list. And my one-on-one clients automatically are getting in. So if that's something you want as well, you, you don't have to wait for spring. But for in order to say yes to ourselves, um, self-love is like a portal <laughs> into that. And like I've been talking for a long time now, slowing down and taking the time and the space. It doesn't have to be full on rest, but it's usually slowing down a bit. We're going to be able to listen to that desire of our heart. And I know know that God will bring that forth because I'm experiencing that myself right now. And I'm able to to kind of just decide for myself what self-love really is and what I'm needing and what I'm noticing when I'm in that, because I'm not always in that. You know, I fall back into my autopilot. I notice that the others around me, it just feels... It just feels better for everybody, not that I'm doing it for them, because, you know, we do a lot for other people. But when I'm looking around and noticing, I I notice especially 
you know, in my marriage where it's like, oh yeah, like I'm really in my groove, in my self-love groove. And I know that it's easier for my husband then to connect with me from that space because I'm not, you know, in kind of that needy place or, um, and I mean needy by like kind of like falling into like, we just started dating at 18 habit, you know? (laughs) So, um, and it just, I just noticed that things just feel a lot smoother with the kids too, you know, um, and with other people in our lives. And so for today, I would just love for you to look at what it would take for you to say yes to yourself. Kind of like if, you know, kind of like when someone proposes marriage and they say yes, it's a deep commitment, right? So I'm inviting you to take that commitment, uh, make that commitment. And um, if you're falling into the place where I've fallen in the past where you're like, oh my goodness, I want this and I can see what Mercedes is talking about, but I don't know how to get there, just stick around. We're going to talk more about self-love this whole month. But also, if you've been thinking about working with somebody, I love working with women. Um, I work with women now in the therapy and coaching capacity. Uh, For a while there, you probably heard me just say, oh, all coaching. But, um, you know, God (laughs) kept a place in my heart for the for therapy as well and um, now I just feel like it really is a part that's needed to be a part of my practice as I'm moving forward with this with the membership with the spaces it just feels right so if you're anybody who's looking for more self-love or if you are for yourself this is foundational and this is um, beautiful work that um, doesn't have to be so hard and difficult to move into so anyway that's what I have for today. I really hope that this finds you <laughs> nice and warm. It's a snow globe outside as I'm recording. The dogs were quiet. They're napping. So I really appreciate that from them. I hope this finds you well. And I will be back again next week to talk more about self-love. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot C-O. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.